Hello and welcome to Calling All Cars from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Shining brightly, throws shadows of eucalyptus trees clearly on the warm surface of a paved road. 
The sun, the heat, after a long siege of winter rain, creates a relaxing atmosphere. The men long to be finished with the job, long to rest during their noon hour. Kelvin is perched on the cross arm of a telephone pole. The others are waiting below. Are you going to want a new insulator for that line, Kelvin? No, the insulator's all right. The line itself is just loosened a little. I'll get it in a minute. Needs a little tightening is all. You can finish any time you want, or as far as I'm concerned. I'm hungry. I want to sit down in the sun and eat for days and days and days. Some nice cool milk and good sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to me you're always hungry. Well, i got to keep going some way. I'll bet you and Kelvin would just as soon stretch out in the sun for a while. Isn't that right, Kelvin? What's that? I was just saying that this is a sort of a lazy day. Yeah, you're right. I've got this finished now. We can rest for a while. Ah, say, this is a swell day, all right. Quiet, peaceful. <laughs> hey, there's a guy that has the right idea. Stretched out in the grass over there. He looks like he's out like a light. Oh, that's the life. Nothing to do but sleep. And... Hey, wait a minute. He can't be sleeping like that. His face is right in the dirt. Huh? Yeah. You guys take a run over there and see what's wrong with him. Okay. Come on, Joe. Okay. information, Chief Hayes of the San Diego Police Department immediately sends Detective Lieutenant Harry Kelly and James Patrick to the scene. Accompanied by Chief of Police S.P. McMullen and Captain of Detective Joseph Myers, the men make a search. From the body, they remove several letters in the wallet, which establishes the victim's identity as being one Frank McCrary, a San Diego taxi driver. Higher marks show where a car has been driven off the road. Stop. Turned around, headed back on the highway, going east. And slim as this leaf seems, Myers and Kirk decide to call the track. Others finish the investigation of the murder scene, then return to headquarters. The first move is to check on McCrary's actions as far as possible, and accordingly, Sergeant Joseph Lopez is assigned the task. His initial step is to interrogate a cab driver, friend of McCrary. Your name registered? Yeah, but if you're a salesman, you're wasting your time. I'm very busy. Now, wait, wait a minute. I'm sorry that you're busy, but I'll have to take some of your time. I would be interested in anything. Say, wait a minute, will you? I'm from the police. Detective Lopez, and I'm going to ask you some questions. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, are you sure you have the right place? I'm sure I didn't do nothing. Well, just calm down for a minute. I'll tell you what I want. I want to ask you some questions about Frank McCrary. You know him? Frank McCrary? Oh, yes, I know Frank McCrary. Has he gotten into trouble? I didn't think he ever did anything wrong. Oh, McCrary was killed last night. Killed? Yeah. Did his family know about it? They live right down the street. I thought everybody liked him. Who no, did wait it? just a minute, will you? We don't know who did it. It's found out on the road to Lemon Grove with a bullet hole in his head. But it seems funny to me that anyone... Dead. Um, everybody liked now, him. Now, do you keep your cab near McCrary's? Yeah, but I assure you, I didn't see nobody who did it. We all liked McCrary. Yeah, did you see him last night? No, I was busy driving a couple of soldiers. Say, wait a minute. Where did you say they found McCrary? Up on the road to Lemon Grove. He was just off the side in some grass and weeds. The road to Lemon Grove? Lemon Grove? Yeah. That's a sudden brown study of us. I'm just thinking. I can you guys. And about Frank being found on that now, same road. Now, look, Mr. Register, you've got something to tell me. How about coming out of it a minute and talking? Well, well I saw a couple of soldiers uh, out that way last night, you see. About halfway to Lemon Grove, they got on my nerves, and I pulled a gag and brought them back. They both had blue cap cords. What 
Cap cord's got to do with it? Oh, I don't know. Only I just have to remember and that's all. I see. Well, look, suppose you tell me just what these two soldiers did from the time you picked them up on. Can you do that? Well, I didn't have supper until late because my wife's been sick. She had an operation. Oh, I guess I need to take No, it. no, don't bother. Just uh, tell me what the soldiers yes, did as well. Yeah, well. Well, they came up and asked me to take them to Lemon Grove, you see. And I said, sure, boys, jump in and start it out. After a while, one of them leaned over in the seat and began to ask questions about the car. I guess he'd never driven a car and wanted to learn, you see. And I told him I'd teach him for $5. I've had quite a few people want to learn, you know. I think everybody should learn to drive a car, don't yes, you? Yes, I do. Now, what did the soldiers do? Oh, well, this guy wanted to know all about the gear shifts and stuff, and I answered his questions for a while. But when we got to National City, uh, he told me to take a shortcut down the road, see? And I knew there wasn't a shortcut, and I got suspicious, and I stalled my motor. I stalled my motor, you see? And I just pulled the choke out and stalled. <laughs> they didn't even catch on. I guess they're pretty dumb about cars, all right. I think they'd have seen pull out the joke, wouldn't you? Yes, yes. Then what happened? Well, I was scared. Oh, I was scared, but I didn't let them know, see? I, didn't let them... I told them that I had engine trouble. I said, I guess we better go back, boys. And they didn't uh, say anything, so I turned around and come back. Well, uh, when we got within the city limits, they said they wanted to get out, and I said, Oh, heck, boys, I'll take you right back where I picked you up. I won't charge anything either. No, you should think what you don't get. They wouldn't hear of it, so I left them out the edge of the city. They said they'd take the streetcar and the rest of the way. Well, I was willing to drive them back downtown because I had to go there anyway, but <laughs> they just got out. Uh, well, do you think you could identify them if you saw them again? Well, do you think they're the ones who did it? You're riding on there, both young. But they didn't look like they'd do anything like that. You know, I was a little suspicious at the time, but I didn't think they'd kill nobody. If I thought that, you know what I'd done? I'd call the police. That's what. They were young. And they said, let's see, now, they said they were from that 157th Infantry. That's it. Oh, I've seen worse looking men. Well, now, I'll wait just a minute, Mr. Register. Isn't there anything special you can remember about them? Well, let me see. Of course, I didn't see them much, you know, because in the back seat, only one of them, not just one of them talked. He was the oldest one I came. He said, oh, a low voice had an awful low voice. Say, there's Matt. He knows McCray. Do you want to talk to him? I'll call him over to you. Yeah, yeah, I'll call him. Right? Hey, Matt! Matt! Yeah. Come here! I, I don't think he knows anything about it. He's a pretty good friend of McCrary's. Come here, Matt. Polly. Paul McCrary. I didn't think nobody would want to hurt him. Hello, Matt. Say, McCrary was killed last night. This is a detective. I was telling about how everybody liked McCrary. McCrary killed? Well, I was just talking to him last night. Why, that's awful. You saw him last night? Well, yeah. We said they'd signed off for a while. What sort of a car did McCrary drive? A, a Dodge. Dodge killing car. Well, now, did you happen to see two soldiers around while you were there? Yeah. He came up and hired his car while I was talking to him. You know who did it? No, no. We're trying to find out. Well, you tell me what these soldiers did. Well, like I said, we were standing there, and they came up and asked Frank how long would it take to drive over to Lemon Grove, and he said it would take about an hour and a half, and they said it'd be fine, and jump in the back seat and drove down Fifth Street. Mm-hmm. But what time was that? Well, I'd been to a show at about, about 10 yeah, minutes. You know, it just doesn't seem right not to have poor old Frank around no more. Oh, I'd like to lay my hands Just I... a moment. Do, uh, do either of you know if McCrary carried much money around with him? Well, I... Oh, I don't think so. None of us carry much more, you know, just enough to make changes. It isn't safe these times. You never know. I never carry anything but a few tools out of my front seat. Frank used to carry a lap robe in his. I, I never do that. You know, I well, remember one minute, time... Did you say he carried a lap robe? Yeah, I remember. It was a bright colored one. Blue and red check. Well, that may help. Now, look, Matt, do you think you could tell them if you saw them again? Oh, sure, I could tell them in a minute. I've got to get memories of faces. They were young, and both of them were dark. The older one, the one who did all the talking, had sharp features, and the young one had flat features. He was shorter. Mm-hmm. Remember anything else? Hey, listen, did the one who did the talking have a low voice, Matt? Low yeah, voice? that's right. He had a deep, deep voice. They must be the same ones. I remember the voice. Hey, did they get, you, get out with you, too? Yeah, only I got suspicious and turned around when I was out in National City. Yeah, and supposing I hadn't turned around, maybe McCrary would be talking to you, and I'd be laying out there with a hole in my head. A short time later, Myers and Kelly, who were heading east on the road where McCrary was found, called their office in San Diego. Learn what has been discovered there. Learn that the two men they are following are soldiers. One with an exceptionally low-pitched voice, that they are traveling in a dodge shooting car, Turn to the brightly colored lap robe. The big clues, they continue on the road, take to the suspect. 
which leads to Imperial Valley. Pick up more bits of information. The foreman of a railroad construction gang reports that he has seen a Dodge touring car parked on the side of the road with two soldiers working on the motor. The men rush to the spot. Find nothing but a few footprints and an oily rag. Realizing, however, that they're on the right track and that the men have lost time, they speed to El Central and go to the sheriff of Imperial County, James Applefield, to request his cooperation. Sheriff, we followed these men from San Diego. We're sure we were on the right track. In fact, we found traces of them just a few miles outside of El Central. But we're going to have to have help now. You see, there's so many places they might go from here that, well, it would be next to impossible for two men to accomplish anything. We know we're close to them because they had engine trouble. We've got to have help now. Well, I'll be glad to do all I can, boys. Now, if the men you're trailing are the murderers, they'll undoubtedly head for the Mexican border. Are you sure they're in uniform? Well, they've been identified as soldiers by everyone we've talked to. Well, in that case, they'll have a hard time getting into Arizona. Now, I think the logical place to look for them is along the border. I'll call Calexico and have the officers from there make all the border points. Sheriff, Mr. Price outside and wants to see you. All right, send him in. Yes, sir. Now, get that call in. Uh, can you think of any additional dope on those men? No, I think you have it all. Okay, I'll pass it along. Yes, sir. And get me the collector dope, please. Yes, sir. Uh, hello, Bright. I'll be right with you. Oh, there's no hurry. Collector dope, please. Johnson speaking. Hello, Johnson. Apple still speaking. Oh, hello, Sure it is. I'll try it once more. Yeah, go ahead. Give it a 
all through, I guess. Oh, well, then, Gonzalez, see if anyone in this crowd has horses that we can buy. See, I try. Yeah, there's a car in the world that should stand up on these roads. Yeah, fine country. Just the place I've been looking for to spend my vacation, I don't think. Senor Maya. Yeah? What luck? Senor, this man, he has horses. He always shows me to American people, the friends run. To Americans? Good. Get him to stay here and ask him where we can get a hold of the police.
Joey, you go out to Camp Connie. Gather every single article you can find that belonged to either of these men and bring them in. Right. We've got a little more to work with now. Check up on the Army records, too. Three hours later, the officer returned. Well, how'd it go, Kelly? Oh, not so hot. They made a good job of it. They destroyed every bit of writing they had except these three cards. Wait a minute till I find them. There they are. They're so dirty you can hardly read them. What are their names? Yeah, William B. Grissom and Horace St. John Clark. St. John, huh? That's a good one. Yeah. Clark enlisted at Parkdale, Colorado, and Grissom at Denver. Let me see those cards. Can you make anything out of them? Yeah, I made a name out of one of them, but you better check it and see that. Yeah, them. Gladys. Gladys Galbraith. I think that's it. Here's an address, 1900. 1900 South. 1900. Say, what's this? Park Hill, Park 40. Park Hill, Park. I've heard that before. Well, it doesn't mean a thing to me. Wait a minute, I've got it. I remember, it's a car line in Denver. That's it. I didn't know that you ever been to Denver. Sure, I lived there for about three months. That's what it is, I'm sure of it. This must be an address there, too. Sure it is, I remember South Street now. Get me a clerk. I'll get a letter off the police in Denver and have them get a hold of this, Gladys Galbraith. The Denver police, on receipt of the letter, go to work at once. Detectives George E. and Henry J. Genty are sent to the address. And an hour later, they have Gladys Galbraith in their office, or questioning her. Well, Gladys... Do you know two soldiers named Grissom and Clark? Yeah, I know Bill Grissom. Why? You heard from him lately? No, I'm married now, and I don't want to have anything to do with him. I don't want to be bothered about him. Well, uh, where is he now, do you know? No, I don't know where he is, and what's more, I wouldn't tell you if I did. What do you think of that? Well, if you don't know where he is, you can't help us. That's right. Can I go now? Sure, you can go. Thanks. What's the idea, Ede? She knows more than she's telling. I know that. We're going to keep our eyes on her and watch her mail. She thinks we're through with her. She'll be natural. You know, she'll keep on doing the things she usually does. Oh, I get it. And I'm just the boy to do it. So long. Two days passed and nothing developed. But on the third day, Jenny intercepts a letter addressed to Gladys Galbraith. And after one glance at the signature, he bursts in on Eve. The letter from Grissom. Good. Let's have it. Hmm. Don't tell anyone I am here. My life wouldn't be worth a dime if you did. I am working at the John Smith Ranch, 12 miles from Fountain. Listen to this. Come to Fountain on Tuesday. We'll meet you there, and we'll have the ranch payroll. We'll go to Mexico. I'll meet you at the corner of 3rd and Mill Street. Well, well Gentry. And tells me you and I are due for a little trip to the corner of Third and Mill Street and Fountain. And the next day at 1.30, Eve and Jenny are in the little town of Fountain, standing on the corner of Third and Mill Street. these guys and there isn't anybody on the street. Well, there's no danger of any false 
rest. That's one thing. Hey, don't look now. But I think our men are walking this way. One of them's looking around as if he's expecting somebody. Let's just slip around the corner here and see if they stop.
and many interesting news stories. Make it a point to drive into an independent Rio Grande service station tomorrow and get police car performance in your own car. Thank you.